Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. Today is going to be another quick episode because I want you in and out. And I, I really, my focus with the Fearless Launching Show really is to start new conversations about business, about product launches, about getting our work out to people that need it, whatever that might be. Even if you're just selling um, a coffee cup with a beautiful design on it, it doesn't matter. People need your brilliance. People need to be inspired. People need what you are, what you have to offer them for various reasons. So today we're going to talk about list building. And this is something that I covered in a recent webinar. But today I'm just going to talk, I'm just going to give you the reason why you might not be realizing that your list is actually bigger than you think. And the reason here that I want to even do this is because I feel like a lot of people say to me, well, I only have, you know, 20 people on my list, or um, I only have 500 people. I don't really feel like I can launch, or I didn't have a real launch because I don't have anybody on my list. And I feel your pain because I, f- I do think that there is power in having an email list. However, an email list is not the only indicator or touch point that you could possibly have with people. And especially with all of the various social platforms and social networks and social media, all of that, there are so many ways of reaching out and making a connection with people who are already in your audience. And so here are some reasons why your list is bigger than you think. And I think I kind of touched on it just now, but I think the problem is, first of all, that we're not considering our social media followings as our list, but it really is. Our list just means our audience. So here are some things to think about when you, when, if you get into that mode of, well, I only have 200, well, I only have a thousand, well, I don't really have enough people yet. Here's my question for you about whatever platforms you are on, because you're likely on a few maybe one or two, maybe you're on all of the things that I'm going to mention today. So first and foremost, can you communicate and and interact with people? So this is true of email. This is true of blogging. This is also true of video, of Facebook, of Instagram, of Pinterest, of every single social media network you might think about. In fact, one could possibly argue that you have a better chance of interacting with people on those platforms than you would if you have zero people on your list, on your mailing list. So next up, can you add value and share information? Maybe can you promote and sell your stuff? Are these platforms where you could share what you're up to, give people a resource, answer a question? And again, with social media and with all of the things that you might not consider, like your, your, your email list, of course you can do that. Your blog, yes, of course you can do that. But you can also do it in Facebook groups, in forums, in, on Quora, which is the most bizarre set of questions ever. But there are business-related questions there. There's questions on every single topic and answers on every single topic. So think about that. If you're not sure if where you're at right now is a place that has your audience and is a place where you can actually 
build it out to be part of your business, ask yourself, can you add value here? And if you can, then it counts as part of your list. It counts as part of your audience. Um, Another kind of side note to the communication, the interaction, adding value, can you be personal? And actually, I think you can. You know, you can actually can be on all of the platforms, whether they're social media networks or not. Be personal. And here's another question. Can it be standalone? Let's say you wanted to do just Instagram. Could you just do Instagram? Maybe as part of your kind of strategy, but you would never want to just have them just on Instagram. And so that's why, you know, the next two things that I want to say is that if you've just realized that, yes, you can communicate and interact with people. Yes, you can add value. You can share information. You can promote and sell your stuff there. And yes, in theory, it could be a little bit standalone. The next step is then, A, sending them to either your website or your or some sort of opt-in so they can get on your actual email list. And then also understanding and kind of looking at and reflecting on the various platforms and the different power that each of those has. Okay? So these are things that are really important for you to think about. And one other point about this is that you always want to be thinking of how to get them to your email list. That is true. And, but the reason isn't because somehow that's the only place you can get and you can connect with your ideal audience or your ideal customer. It's because you have more control over their experience via email. Though one, again, could argue that someone could, in theory, not open your emails as they come out. They could just be the person who on the weekend searches for name, like goes to their inbox, randomly opens things. But you have much more control over someone's experience of your brand inside email, what they see on your blog. But you have to think about that that interaction and their experience of you on social is going to be kind of all over the place, which isn't a bad thing. It It just gives them a different picture that you're not necessarily in charge of, which is good. Because you don't want to be in charge of the people who are following you. You just want to give them value in different ways. And that's what they get when they're going to your Instagram stories, when they're going to your Snapchat, chat, not your channel, but when they're going to your Periscopes, when they're going to your Facebook Lives, when they're jumping over to your Twitter, they get a different experience of you and actually a deeper understanding of who you are. So that's really important. And then the final thing that I wanted to share today about this whole idea of, you know, you're really, your list is bigger than you think, is that most of us are on some social platforms. And I think that if you're sending people to your inbox or for whatever you want them to pay attention to, to your email list, to your podcast, to your whatever, you're going to start seeing patterns of which ones work better for you. And then you can then focus your energy on those places. So don't despair if people aren't answering or opening your emails. They're just somewhere else. Your people might be over on Periscope or on Pinterest or something. So you're, that's your job is to find them. Not convince them to open. Find them. 
reach them wherever they are. Figure out and get to know them in the spaces where they're naturally interacting, looking for information, um, being part of communities. So the next time you think my list is not big enough to launch, ask yourself these questions. I'm going to repeat them one more time. Can you communicate and interact with people on the, on the platform, whatever it is? Can you add value, share information, promote and sell your stuff? Can you be personal? And can it be somewhat standalone before you send them off to whatever it is you're offering? I hope you enjoyed today and I hope that this starts a different conversation and different thought process in your head when you start thinking about your list not being big enough. If you want to learn more about list building specifically for a launch, you can head over to ansamoylove.com. I'm going to put the link below and grab the on-demand replay, which I just decided to leave up for everybody. And it's a one-hour free workshop that you can learn all about list building as it relates to your launch. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Fearless Launching Show, and I will talk to you soon.